Hello and welcome back to the Accommodation Show. We help accommodation owners like you get the knowledge and skills that you need to grow your business, improve your guest experience, and increase your profitability. Hi everybody, welcome back to The Accommodation Show. I'm very excited about today's episode because we are joined by the wonderful Madison Rifkin from Mount. Madison, welcome to the show. Thank you, thanks so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this because I love our topic of the day. We will be talking about how to make extra revenue from your short-term rental, hotel, or motel business. Um, with upsells. It's a really great topic. We've covered this sort of stuff before, but not with someone that has as much experience as you and as much passion as you for this particular uh, topic and ideas. So um, those of you that are listening, make sure that you listen to the end because there will be so many gems coming through. Uh, Madison, before we get going, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us who you are, where you're from, um, and your a bit of your history into how you got into what you're doing right now. Absolutely. So I uh, am the CEO and co-founder of Mount. Uh, essentially, I have been in the entrepreneurship world and really building Mount since I was 12 years old. So it's been 12 years in the making. Uh, fantastic journey thus far and one that did not start in the short-term rental hospitality industry. I actually come from the micromobility world and was helping launch scooter programs across the United States and the, the world, essentially. Uh, you know, those companies cause a lot of chaos. That was not something I had to do with, but uh, <laughs> excited to see kind of the innovation and then jumped into the short-term rental industry after, you know, a lot of learnings from that. So that's where I come from. Essentially, Mount is focused, laser focused on upselling and how to optimize that at various properties, whether that be a short-term rental property, a boutique hotel, a large hotel. We're here to help optimize and manage all that. Yeah, fantastic. Look, uh, yeah, the the scooters were always a, an interesting one or the, the bikes as well. So where we are in Australia, people start getting the bikes and throwing them in the in the Yarra River, causing all sorts of chaos, hanging them off of trees and lampposts and all sorts of stuff. Um, so, you know, that kind of iteration and figuring out how to overcome those problems has been important. But like you said, micromobility across the city is, is important. We don't need to all own our own scooters. We don't all need to own our own cars. Um, and we can get a lot of leverage out of that. But folks, don't get mistaken that this is going to be an episode about uh, scooters because it's going to be way, way more than that. This is about how to enable technology and bridge the gap between upsells and technology um, to really uh, drive more revenue into the business. So, and it can be quite substantial, actually. So um, let's talk about uh, Mount and the, the idea behind Mount and, and what you guys are doing. Uh, to help facilitate the um, that interaction between the guest and the product. Absolutely. So yes, Mount is essentially a software product um, that is a marketplace connecting your property and all the things that you want to be able to offer your guests, whether it be electric bikes, scooters, golf carts, kayaks, paddle boards, firewood, beach chairs, a podcast studio. Honestly, you can name it. You list it as a rentable amenity and then the traveler, your guest, shows up on the property downloads the Mount app, and then they can see everything they can possibly rent. Mount handles the payment processing, we handle insurance, we handle GPS tracking and management, and then you just get a check at the end of the month with all the money you've made. Um, so that's in essence what Mount does. Now where this comes out of, and really it came from the hosts that we started working with originally back two years ago, um, was the necessity of 
having all these guest requests where they ask you like, hey, can I go rent a bike? Is there a boat excursion I can go on? I don't know how many of you out there get questions like that. And then you end up sending them down the road a mile or two, whatever it may be. And it's essentially revenue walking away from you because they're going to go spend that revenue with that boat shop. And although you gave them the lead, there's no way to capitalize on any of that. And so that's really essentially the problem we decided to solve is if you're putting all this time and effort into really curating guest experiences, you should be making money from that. And so that's really where Mount steps in is we're the middleman. We can track basically your recommendations. We can track if you're putting the amenity on your property and you get a lot more of these revenue streams than just directly from your booking. Yeah, beautiful. Look, um, so you've got, just to go back to that, that walking down the, the path and going to the boat hire place, are we suggesting that we're making commission from the boat hire place or are we trying to say that we're going to have boats on our own property to, to sell? All of the above. So the way Mount really works, where it was originally built is, yes, if you have the boat basically on your property or maybe your place is on a dock or something like that, then you would be able to access that boat with Mount and capture 100% of the revenue. But for example, a lot of properties don't have that luxury of being on the water. Um, so how do you still capitalize on that? That's the other half of Mount that we will eventually be opening, not yet, uh, where we can help you capitalize on that recommendation on those like affiliate programs. Um, so that if you do send them down the mile to, you know, rent that boat, you can still capitalize and recoup some of that revenue, not, you know, 100% because it's not your boat, but um, yeah, yeah, some of that, sure. yeah. For sure. And look, I think that that's definitely a, a space sort of the affiliate type program um, marketplace or however that, that fits. But for those of you that are listening today, I really want to impart on you that the value of this episode is going to be understanding how you can unlock some of the things that you're already doing to add a better revenue stream. And also the, the key medicine, I think, to all of this, it's not just about making money, right? Like, we, of course, we want to be more entrepreneurial, but can we use this technology to improve the guest experience rather than just making more money and people feeling ripped off? Absolutely. I think that's a very valid point. And one we get a question a lot is like, where is the line between upselling your guests and then having them feel nickel and dimed and ruining the guest experience? And so basically Mount looks at the line as if it's an amenity that is typically sold within your community for rent, like an electric bike, for example, that's something you should absolutely be charging your guests for because either way they'll be spending about $90 on that rental and it should be coming to you if you have the bike on property. Where I think it gets grayer is if it's a normal bike and that's something that you know a lot of guests are accustomed to you already offering. For example, hotels offer normal cruiser bikes for free. And so in that sense, you would probably just use Mount as more of that management piece so that you can see if it's getting used, when it's being brought back, you can schedule maintenance, all of that stuff, and you don't necessarily have to charge for it. Maybe bake it into your nightly price, they won't know either way, um, and you're still capturing on that revenue. So there's definitely a line. Like, I don't think you could charge for a hot tub stay. That's you know not something people are accustomed to seeing. Uh, yeah. But for example, the boat, the kayak, the paddleboard, that's all stuff they would go rent in town anyways. So why shouldn't you be charging for it, I guess is my, my question. Yeah, I, I love it. And I think that's a great explanation is that I think everyone needs to know that there's a line because I think a lot of people go, oh, great, I'm going to start charging for absolutely everything and all of a sudden locking up the soap. <laughs> people yeah. can't, but, you, know, <laughs> you know, if you need extra toilet paper, then, then all of a sudden. So you've got to be careful with the guest experience. But then you 
what you can do is you can look at products that people are already using that has a, a, a an, an inherent expense to to you as a business owner but also where you know that um if they're going to hire it or they're going to rent it and that's where you can kind of jump in and go hey hold on a second i can i can jump in there firewood's an interesting one actually as well um because that kind of to me it, it seems though there should be enough firewood for my stay why am i going to charge for firewood yeah so firewood was one that came from our customers the hosts uh, or property manager whoever they may be and it was actually more out of necessity so we for example, work with a property manager in the Catskills, which is a New York uh, upstate in the mountains. And they were purchasing firewood for their guests. But the way you purchase firewood, I guess I did not know this, is that you purchase it by the pallet, uh, which is a massive amount of firewood. And they didn't have anywhere to store it. So they just put it on their property and made it free to the guest. But when something like that is free, the guest would overuse it and they would take a log and then wouldn't burn it and then add another. And it was just a complete waste um, to the point where her guests were going through that pallet of firewood in like three weeks when it should have lasted a few months. And so I think that was the perfect use case where it's like, hey, I didn't think about charging for firewood, but when you put a price on something, it really makes the consumer conscious at that point. And so they're actually gonna use all the wood that's necessary, which in turn saves the environment. So I think it's a win-win there, um, but also it makes them more responsible. So I think the same actually goes for someone that was offering beach equipment for free. Um, mm -hmm. And she had a really bad problem with them not treating it properly. They were breaking the beach chair she offered. They were losing the uh, kids' toys, sand toys. And she's like, I think it's because I offered it for free. So what we did was we bundled it all up, made it rentable via mount. We, it was still free, but you still had to rent it. So the process was the same. And since we did that, we actually have seen no damaged chairs, no lost anything. And it's because that consumer became more conscious. And so I think that's the piece that's missing is like, you don't necessarily have to charge for it, but if you make them feel more like they're responsible for it, someone's watching, they're <laughs> going to treat it nicer. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like that. And that kind of my mind immediately went there when, when we had first spoken and, um, when I got introduced to Mount and well, these, the, the idea of upsells and that sort of thing is not new. It's the implementation that gets a little bit more complicated, more difficult. And I think that's where. Now, hopefully people that are listening, they go, oh, great, yeah, no, okay, this is uh, solving more of the puzzle um, because it is it can be quite a complex puzzle to solve, but with the right tools and the right solutions, you can do more because the other side of it is, you know, how do you, how do you charge people, right? And exactly. how do you do that? And, you know, you don't want them, the guests calling you and saying, hey, I want to hire the surfboards for 30 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever the price is. And all of a sudden you're working <laughs> literally sure. working, spending time on the phone to manage this whole thing and the margins d diminish quickly because your time that you're um, putting towards that money. So with the technology part of it, and uh, obviously if we've got, a, let's say it is firewood, where does the technology fit into uh, the part of the puzzle? And how does it work? Great question. Yeah. So firewood is a bit of a different one, just because it is like a commodity. It's not actually rentable because you're not bringing it back. Um, so what this uh, person host did essentially was she bucketed the firewood into, um, I guess, portions, if you will. So a portion, she knew the stay was averaged four days and put enough firewood in the bucket for four days. She then put a lock on it, which is uh, like something you put on your door. It's the four combination digit lock. And then 
she put on the mount QR code. So that actually is the QR code that goes on anything you want to rent. Um, and it hooks it up to the system so that when the guest comes with the mount app, they create their account, put in their credit card information, and all they have to do is actually scan the QR code. Once they do that, it gives them the lock code so they can unlock their firewood for their stay. Um, and they're essentially renting. So at the end of the stay, they leave it unlocked and the cleaning lady will just come and fill it, you know, like she does with the toilet paper and everything else, lock it back up and it's ready for the next person's use. So that's pretty much how Mount works in general is whatever you need to list as an amenity, you actually need to lock it up either to itself or to something on your property. And then the app will give you access to that lock combination to use. Beautiful. So if we're talking about things like surfboards or beach equipment that you might need a shed or you might need a, um, what do they call it, like a cable to tie it all up at the end um, and that sort of thing. Um, uh, I assume that you could also do boxes. So you could have uh, stuff in, in little boxes with codes on them um, where they go and they get the unlock code to do that as well. Are there any other sort of things that, that people are doing to sort of lock things up? Um, that's the biggest one. I mean, for the, the bicycles, they'll actually just lock it to itself, which means that you put the cable lock through the back wheel. So you actually can't move it. I mean, you can lift it up, but that's not going to do you any good. Uh, so in that case, that's how that works. Um, but yeah, pretty simple. It's just a $5 cable lock on Amazon. You can get, it has like five feet of extension and uh, can use it to lock pretty much anything you need. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can find us at theaccommodationshow.com where you can find all the show notes, links to resources we have talked about, and transcripts from the show. I really do appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to support the show, then please subscribe, leave a comment, and share it with others.